Welcome to an episode of the Jay and Barry Boxing Podcast here in the Cultural Ranch, Ranch, sorry, Ranch, in the Chin Check Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Terrence Crawford got a got a $25 million deal with the hedge fund, and he, another 25 was going to go to Spence. But Spence said, hey, let me talk to my boys, and goes, you ain't your own man. What does that all mean? I'll explain to you on tonight's show. Ryan Garcia tank, is it going to happen? Does the zone really have to be involved? And many other boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything. But I don't do this by myself. I do have a co-host. He's ready to go. This man has been itching to talk. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. Hey, man. What up, what up? What's going on, man? Good. Very good. We got some pretty interesting topics today. Indeed we do. Yeah, we do. Yep. And you know what the funny thing is? Well, what's that? It doesn't involve Tyson Fury. No, it does not. <laughs> No, it is not, folks. Believe it or not. So it sorry, not, Gabriel. You can tune out if you want. Exactly. It is not really. He's well. He's not the. Uh, you're right. He's not really the main subject. Uh, there is one story that involves a little bit of him, but it, again, it's not a huge big thing. It's more of like, oh, interesting. Okay, and then just brush it off. That's it. Put it that way. But should we just brush it off then? You, you yeah. You know what? You're right. How about we just brush it off? You're right. How about brush up this one right here? All right then. So Gabriel, you can come back. You can come back. <laughs> hey, press play again, bro. So okay. So basically, two things. Yeah, Ryan, I'll brush it off here. Of course, Fury had comments about Anthony Joshua not fight, not not the fight not happening. He oh, goes, God. they want to blame me, blame me. I'll take the blame, no problem. It was all me. I'm scared. Muscles, then weights. He lifts, and those those three <laughs> those three losses in his last five fights absolutely terrified me. Blame me, he goes. Right. That's the comment he made. So whatever he's only doing that because he knows that he is the blame, right? So he'd rather be all be the he's trying. She's trying to do Scarface. You point your fingers at the bad guy, <laughs> you know. He's doing that shit. He's trying to be Scarface, dude. Exactly. And then one last thing, um, they interview. I think this was what last week that um they, they uh, Alexander Usyk was on on ESPN the the lineal heavyweight the champion. Line- <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. The act the lineal heavyweight champion. Usyk was on ESPN. I forgot what fight that that was going on. It was the Lomachenko fight. Lomachenko fight, right? He said he was uh, supporting his countrymen. There we go. So um, they interview him. They ask him about Fury. What he thought about um, you know him fighting in December. This is what he had to say. Tyson Fury for a second. He's taking a stay busy fight with Jared Chisora. What, what do you think of that? You tell him. Yeah. At this time, at this moment, I kind of like makes me a little bit laugh about it. <laughs> Why? What's so funny about it? Ну зачем он это делает? Why? Why he's doing this? He wants to stay busy. Wanted a fight. 
Мы с ним договаривались, а он бегает куда-то. И говорит, что я не хочу типа. He's afraid, he goes. He's scared of me. Let's be honest. Let's brush it off. Exactly, yeah. I got energy for the, the next part. No, no, exactly. That's why I, I, I can go hard on this one. No, of course, of course. But, uh, you know, there isn't much you, There isn't much different you can say. Might be a little things add in, but I know there isn't much different you can say to this. He Obviously, Usyk wants to fight. Been wanting not, it. Been wanting it. He even said it. Right, early next year he wants it. Let's be honest. He was, Tyson doesn't want this fight. He he was rooting for Joshua to win this fight. Oh, big time! Because I'll, for a fact, if Joshua won, Fury would have offered that fight, and I think we would have got ourselves a fight happening in December. Yeah, yeah. He would. He was. He was biting his nail, yeah. hoping that Joshua would win. He was hoping that the Saudi judges would have gave it to him. <laughs> but again, let's move on. Exactly. Let's move on. Uh, so apparently, um. Oh, jeez. Oh, my phone's acting up a little weird. There we go. So, Caleb Plant posted on Twitter. Yeah. So, I'm pretty excited for this. It's not official yet, but it sounds like it, it's coming really, Michael really Benson close. Michael Benson put that both Michael of them. Michael Benson, rightly. He said that I went and made it happen. Contract signed. See you next year. Hashtag revenge tour. Mike Coppinger says Caitlin Plant announced on social media that he has signed a contract for a fight with David Benavides. A source tells ESPN that Benavides has also signed a contract. Super middleweight fight expected to land in January. Excellent scrap. Can't wait for this one. ESPN story coming. You know what I noticed? Mike Coppinger always has sources. He always has sources, yes. Sources tell me. Yeah. <laughs> which, when he means sources, he means he reads it out of Twitter. And he goes, <laughs> oh, fuck, you know, it might be true. Might be true. I'm going to put this on. And then when it's not true, it's like, well, you know, sources tell me that yeah. that guy wasn't a legit source. Other, yeah, he's basically saying like, oh, well, I heard it from Twitter. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you heard it from Twitter, bro. So, so sounds like it's a, it's a sign. That's a very good fight. You know what? They, come on, man. These two, I think they really need it. Doesn't Benavides, Benavides have a fight coming up? Uh, apparently, I, I could be wrong, but I believe it was canceled. Was it? Yes, it was. I okay. can look up a bit more of this. What I read that this was canceled. Was it? Because I thought he had a fight. There we go. David Benavides, Jose, God, I don't know how pronounce, I'm sorry. Uzkataki. There we go. Has been scrapped. Source tell, tell, sources tell ESPN after public backlash surrounding uh, the guy's positive test on PEDs. There we go. Okay, that makes it. Okay. So there we go. Okay, okay. so that, that makes. So it's canceled. That makes room for this fight. Okay. Well, yeah, right. Sense. So it's, it's like, all right, then he's out. Caleb Plant, he has plenty of time to rest. Most likely it's January, February for this fight. It's not bad. I think that's a good fight. I think we both said it that. They need each other. They do. Uh, if Plant wants to get that Canelo rematch, fight mm-hmm. the guy that everyone is saying Canelo is afraid to fight. Yeah. Yep. And if he can demolish him or outbox him and and do it, that'll even be that'll even be better because then that'll give people another. Uh, that'll give the Caleb Plant fans and the PBC fans another reason to jump on Canelo to give this guy a rematch. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. You know. So. We'll spe- yeah, exactly. Speaking of a bit of, a, of 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 Canelo, so Dimitri Bivol, so he basically he's made it clear in multiple interviews this week that mm-hmm. his main aim for 2023 is the undisputed WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO light heavyweight world title fight against Arthur uh, Bedabrief, and this is his uh, priority over a potential Canelo Alvarez rematch. Well, it's undisputed. 
You know what I notice about these Eastern European guys? Yeah. They're all they're not about all the money. I think he said that too. They're not about the money. Like I I, I think it's a legacy fight for him. Yeah. Hey, they're more about the legacy. They're more about like I want to be in the speeder. Yeah. I want to fight the best. Mm-hmm. And like, no offense, Canelo, you're not the best. <laughs> I beat you. It's more there we go. He's he's making it sound like I beat you. Like I you, I don't need you, you need me. There we go. As the day goes by, he's realizing, you know what? I I beat him. Like at the end of the day, yeah, that thorn is on Canelo's side. There we go. It's not on Bivol. Nope. So Bivol knows that regardless. See, this is the mistake that Canelo did by doing the Triple G three fight. Mm-hmm. It gave Bivol the opportunity to think, "Oh, cool! I don't have to fight you immediately because mm-hmm. you made my you made my other come you you other you made my other guy wait this long. Yeah, I'll make you wait. I'm gonna go out there and become undisputed, advance my legacy." Mm-hmm. And then when I'm up for it, I'll take your calls because I know you're going to want this fight because you're going to want to avenge your defeat. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, for right now, I'm just going to ignore you. I'm going to put you on ignore. <laughs> I'm going to go get this Bibble fight. I'm going to go get this DAZN money or, yeah. or top rank money. Whatever. whatever yep. Uh-huh. Whoever puts up the cash. I'm going to go get that. And then if I'm in the fucking mood, I'll take your call. But this all has... This all has to come to fruition if he gets past Ramirez this weekend. Yeah, there we go. Like, exactly. Ramirez, or good, Ramirez, right? Ramirez, I believe. Yeah, Ramirez. If he gets past Ramirez, right? Yep. So we'll talk about that in the next uh, couple minutes. No, of course. You know what? And that might be what it's leading to, right? I mean, like, what if, let's say, Bebo does win, right? And then he wins the Undisputed. Canelo wins. Well, his- let's get into that right now. This this weekend, Saudi Arabia. The card starts at 1030 in the morning. Yeah. Um, I was asked by Gabriel, are we doing a Whittier Fight Club? Go, Ramirez, yeah. I would have mm-hmm. said, you know what? Yes, but it's early in the morning. I'm usually editing, rambling at that Shit, moment. How early did it be here? 1030 in the morning here. The morning. Most likely the main event starts around noon. Yeah, that's a little early, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've done it before. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. <laughs> yeah, we did. We've done it before. I bet I think the prep time would have been, you know, I'll say this right now. Mm-hmm. And this probably going to further down. This is how shitty a network this is that people forgot that this fight was happening this weekend. Exactly. It's even more shittier, and I'm going to say this right now openly. I don't know if the Joseph Jojo Diaz camp hears this podcast, and if they do, I want to apologize to them because me and Brian are big fans of Jojo. Yeah. Win, yes. lose, or draw, big fans of this guy. Yeah. I didn't know he was fighting. I didn't know either. I didn't know until the day of. And I had a Halloween party there, but I didn't know until the day mm-hmm. of. Yep. And I'm a fan of his, and I'm ashamed to say, I'm ashamed to say I didn't know. That's not my fault. Blame the promoter and blame the network you're on. A lot of people didn't know. No. I barely saw any promotion, honestly. Exactly. Maybe when it first got announced. No, it was just like, hey, we're fighting. Right. He's fighting Cepeda. There we go. That's, that's probably the only that's time. It. That's it. Probably the only, so I, I like remember. to apologize yeah. because I felt that we could have, we've, we've always supported him. We've always, had, we've yeah. always posted, like, hey, he's going to fight, guys. You know, always out there, you know, promoting yep. on the page. You promote there on your personal page, on your snap page. You promote it. And I felt like, oh, shit. Like, I even looked at you. Hey, did you know he was fighting this weekend? Yeah. So I want to apologize like, to the camp. I want to apologize sorry. to Prim personally yeah. if he listens or if he even gives a fuck. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're big fans of you. And, hey, yeah. win, lose, or draw, we're still fans. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And when he when he brought it up, I was just like a deer in the headlights. Like, well, fuck. How did I miss this? You know what? The zone. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. It's not just pay-per-view. It's his own pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. <laughs> I agree. I didn't see no promotion of it. No promotion again. Other than the announcement on the quick announcement on the zone. Not like do not even making like no press conference or anything. Not, no. not even press conference, but like I remember back in the day HBO didn't put a lot of promotion on Boxing After mm-hmm. Dark. But they would make sure that 
they would run ads on. I remember on Power One of Six would be like, you know, this Saturday on Boxing After Dark, Eric Morales. I remember that. They would yeah. put, throw commercials. Even, oh man, you know, with today's digital, you know, digital times, you know, social media, digital times. You're telling me you couldn't pay ads on Instagram real quick? Like, hey guys, Joseph Diaz, the Zone, catch it. You know, on mm-hmm. YouTube. Jesus yeah. Christ, Scientology has a commercial every other fucking. <laughs> I get a Scientology commercial every fucking time. You're telling me that Scientology has more money than the Zone? Really? No, they do. But still, like Scientology, there's always a fucking commercial of Scientology. You're telling me the Zone couldn't have paid for commercials? You're telling me you couldn't have paid the big dumb podcast ape called Brendan Shop to promote it? He needs the money, man. <laughs> you could have prayed Brendan that even goes, hey, guys, Big Brown Shop here. Tune in this Saturday on Zone to watch Joseph Diaz versus who? Where's the pay the <laughs> live on Zone? Like, this guy does bare-knuckle fighting. He, he promotes does. bare-knuckle fighting. You're telling me Zone got, don't, don't got the money to offer Brendan Shop? Like, hey, got an idea. Well, exclusively, you can put it on your shit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, the lack of promotion when it comes down to these fights yeah. is, is, is outstanding. It's crazy to know, to think they're in the boxing business. Like, this Saturday. Like, I completely forgot Bibble was fighting this Saturday. I, I, I didn't I know forgot. until yesterday. Yep. And then Gabriel reminded me today uh, at work. They, oh, yeah, he, hey, we're, you know, they're fighting. And I'm like, yeah, it's at 10 in the thir- 10.30 in the morning. The card starts. I completely forgot. Yep. But that just shows the lack of the zone promoting. ESPN did more promotion for Lomachenko. They did. That ESPN one, did more promotion. That one we can say there were some promotions on that that you definitely would have to notice that. If you're a boxing head, you would have to notice that. Exactly. Yep. I felt they did more promotion for this fight than they did. And they did it. Exactly. So, again, yeah, I, I agree. Again, I'm very sorry for it, but... The, zone is, the Zone's promoting a potential fight they're never going to get, which is Crawford Spence more than they promoted Gia's yeah. fight. <laughs> so, yeah, totally agree. Totally That's totally my agree. rant about the zone. Yeah. And I got more. There's for, more. I, I was about to say, yes. Wait, wait. There's more. There's more. <laughs> Hold on. There's more. You know, and speaking of, of ESPN, we just mentioned Lomachenko. He won uh, his fight last week, right? Congratulations. He, he didn't look good. He did not look good. As And I was going to ask you, like, do you do you agree to that? Because I, I, he didn't look that amazing. He got the victory. Yes, I'm not taking it away. He got the win. But you know what it is, though? He didn't look that amazing. Was it the war? People are saying that. Maybe the war. Yeah. To be. Maybe. But, but I think peop, that aura of like, oh shit, the Matrix. No Maschenko. Kind of. It's fading. It, huh? No, it's faded. It's, oh, it's, fa- it's faded it's or it's fa- fading away? It's faded. It's faded, away. huh? Shit. Fi- okay. A guy like him, a guy like uh, that. Or Jermaine Ortiz, I believe his name. Jermaine Ortiz. Ortiz, just call him Ortiz. Ortiz, uh-huh. Ortiz uh, three years ago, he wouldn't have fucking dared to go in there. No, 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 no. He no. would have been already, he would have been psyched out by, by the first round. Yeah. He was game the whole. What killed him was that he was inexperienced in the twelve rounds. Yeah, you know that, that's what killed him. You know, all has to Lomachenko, veteran in the ring. He got the win, but I, I don't want to say it's age. I don't want to say it's the war. I just want to say that a lot of fighters aren't scared of him anymore. No, you know, say what you want, people. Like, oh, I thought he beat Teal. Teal, but the blueprint. I was gonna say that I think that Earl le- uh, left or whatever just ended. Maybe that yeah, when that night he lost against Lopez. Uh, Lomachenko, I think if he fights a guy that's stronger and bigger than him, has struggles. He struggled against Orlando Salido, was just a physically stronger yeah, guy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 
just a physically stronger guy. Not only did he outweigh, did he was out, he was uh, outweighed, mm-hmm. but he's just a physically strong guy. The guy's a bastard. And then he fought Tio, which was just a phenomenal thoroughbred boxer, fucking young, hungry, tough as fucking nails, and mm-hmm. who, who had a size, a, a slight size, size, a slight size advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get chauvinism here. <laughs> and and just just fucking used his youth and his strength against this guy, and that's so that's kind of the blueprint. If you're just if your overall is bigger and know how to use your mm-hmm. your strength against yeah. him, like physically make it into a physical fight, you'll get the you'll win it. If you're an athletic specimen that uh, that is you know in all aspects physically just better than Loma, you'll win the fight. Mm-hmm. And this guy was just there. It just you know. Maybe a year or two ago, maybe another another year or two, he might pull it off. He might, yeah. He might have pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Right now, he was too young. He was too green for the for the moment. Yeah, too green. And that to me, you don't. And to me, if I'm David Haney, I'd say you know what? It's worth scratching to what to get back to 135. I don't mind looking like a crackhead and weighing. <laughs> <laughs> I can pull it off. I, I do feel like that's next. I do feel it actually. Um, I think Haney just simply said, "Hey, if it, if it's right, makes sense, just do it." Wait, but I thought the contract was that. That is a contract. So why is it like? Is the money's right? Like technically, isn't already? Not the money's right, but if it's like makes sense, he said. If it just makes sense, then it would happen. But I do believe it does make sense. Uh, what you just said, I'm pretty sure Haney's thinking about it. You know, after what he just saw, Haney was there eating a slice of pizza and he goes, "Oh shit, I, I can pull this off." Yeah, Haney must be thinking, you know what? I can- why not one more time? That's that's it. One thirty-five against Loma. That's it. And then I'm done. He's done. I'm done. I'm moving to one forty. Exactly. Or he could be like, you know, fuck it. I'm done. I'm going to one forty. He could just do that. Or he could just be like, I'm going to one forty. But I, which think, I can hear. I can. Which I can hear the backlash. But I think he has that thorn on his side. He really wants the recognition from ESPN Ring Magazine so bad. It is ridiculous. He fucking think about it. it How is. the fuck do you not recognize him? He's undefeated. He's young. He's uh yeah he's he, he is the man the man of his of his division right he's the champion at the lightweight division how the fuck you don't recognize him as at least one of the best pound for pound fighters yeah it's not I think he's top ten at least top ten so yeah I agree with people we like why they're not recognizing him the fact that we gave Teofimo Lopez a top ten spot after he beat Lomachenko exactly the uh, I don't know how you not put that I don't know this how, guy yeah. especially after the the track record this guy had mm-hmm. you know Norris Diaz. Just Camboza twice. I don't know if, if can it be because it's a stupid reason. Oh, he's just not a crowd pleasing fighter. That doesn't. That's. Not, that's the, I know it doesn't. That criteria of the pound for pound list has nothing to do. No, with it does Favoritism, but it's if almost that's the case, like if that's the case. Uh-huh. If that was the case, John um, John Gotti, Arturo Gotti would be the number one best pound for pound fighter. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Not even that. Rocky Balboa would be the best fighter <laughs> in the world. If this was about crowd pleasing, butts on the seats, a guiding Rocky Balboa would be two of the top best pound for pound fighters in the world. Has nothing to do about pop. If this is it. about popularity, mm-hmm. ESPN, ESPN, and, and Ring Magazine wouldn't put Terence Crawford as the number one fighter because that motherfucker can barely put seats yeah. unless it's his own hometown. Yeah, he barely fills it in an arena. I agree. So if it, this is just them moving the goalposts more. You know, yeah, yeah. His style is not is not crowd pleasing. No, but that shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't guy, fucking matter. The guys getting the win. He, he, you know what? The thing is, a lot of people keep comparing him to a to Floyd Mayweather. He's yeah, Floyd Mayweather. He's Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather. He's Money Mayweather. He's Pretty Boy Floyd. No, no. He has flashiness, motherfucker. You know, wears jewelry. He's flat. You know, fly, young, and flash, mm-hmm. flashy, and everything. But he's he kind of reminds me. 
of Bernard Hopkins' career. Never got the credit. He never did, actually. Never no. did. Mm-hmm. And he was the type of guy that, I'm going to go, fuck if I'm boring. I'm going to get the win. He, I'm going to yep, get the he, win. He I'm going to get the win. That. I'm going to get the win. I don't give a shit. You're not paying win. my bills. I'm going to get the bag. <laughs> yep. I'm going to get the bag. I'm going to get the win. Yep. Fuck you. You will recognize me. I will make you recognize me. And he did. He did that. He built his entire middleweight career on shoving himself down the throats on the networks. that goes, oh, he's too boring. Oh, shit. He was on HBO. Mm-hmm. I, he'll, never be a, he'll never be a crowd pleaser. Guy was on Showtime. He jammed himself. He literally forced critics to be like, I gotta give it to him. He's fucking boring as fuck, but the guy keeps winning. Yeah, exactly. And Devin Haney should be down that path, is going down that path. It mm-hmm. don't matter. I'm gonna keep on winning. Yep. I'm gonna keep winning and keep winning and keep winning to the point where you guys get tired of me and you're gonna have to put me on this fucking mm-hmm. list. And I think that that might be great. That might, that might, uh, create greatness in Devin Haney. Or that might create the downfall of Devin Haney because he he'll want that credit. Yeah, he might want that credit. So you know, again, that that might elevate him to the next level. Like mm-hmm. that might be the motivation for him to be the best fighter in the world, or that might be detrimental to his career because he's gonna be doing. Too, he might be taking fights he shouldn't be taking right now. Yeah, you know, we all saw how he looked against the the Cambosas. He looked dead. Like his physically, he can't make one thirty five. No, he can't. You're exhausting your body. You're damaging your body. You know, the I, uh, me and Teddy Atlas have um, always keep saying this, and maybe I caught it from Teddy. Maybe I stole the idea from Teddy. But I, even in a young age, when I watch boxing, you leave a piece of yourself in that ring. Not just when you mm-hmm. fight on fight night, the training. Yeah. The eight weeks of training, you leave a piece of yourself. A piece of you is left behind. Now imagine for a young kid having to drain himself to this weight class. Time after time after time. Mm-hmm. That's taking a toll on him. Yeah. Not only physically, but mentally. Let's look out for that. And mm-hmm. why is he doing this? Because he wants he wants the nor the he wants the attention. He wants the notoriety. The yeah. noro no notoriety. There yeah. you go. Whatever the yeah. fuck. I mispronounced it. Whatever. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Notoriety. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> wants that. Mm-hmm. He wants that. When all said and done, I wish this kid, he. I wish when this career is over, he'll be healthy and not talking mm-hmm. because he exhausted it. Because that Brian, that fucks with your body, it man. Does. You're it depriving does. your body of nutrients. You're depriving your body of air to the brain mm-hmm. by trying to cut yourself and sacrifice. Yeah, this guy sacrificed himself to make weight for what? A stupid magazine list and a stupid website list to say, hey, I'm number. He's one of the top ten. Just to even be top ten. Yep. This guy's doing this. No one's no one's no one's saying that. You know, when people say daring to be great, and I'm and and I don't like to throw out great, the mm-hmm. word great very like I throw it rarely, but this kid is daring to be great by doing shit like this. He is. Because he doesn't. When they want to say, oh, boxers don't want to be the boxers don't want to fight the this motherfucker is literally starving himself to fight Lomachenko at this moment. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. No, he doesn't really have to. He could have said, fuck it, I'm moving up. No, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to fight him. And that's if he does. But I'm thinking he is. We, we, we both assume that he is. No, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see what happened really next. Yeah, we're with it. What happened or not. Uh, keep it still on the lightweight division. Uh, still a pretty popular subject here. So um, according to Fight Hub here, that according to Steven Espinosa, right? So he says that the Tank Davis versus uh, Ryan Garcia fight. So the Tank side has made the offer. He goes, they have a certain view on how the network should work. 
If the zone insists on being involved in a certain way, well, that may or may not kill the opportunity, he goes. And then Oscar DeLoya, right, he confirms Davis Garcia agreed, but broadcasters needs resolving, he goes. That's what he said. And this is what this is the comments he had to say. Sounds cool, now so. it's up to the networks. <laughs> Showtime, the zone, please for the fans. Make he sounds it like me on a Friday. <laughs> I'm confident all you, but he will be the one that goes ahead next year. I'm not an executive. I'm not an executive, but as no a shit, fan, you're not gonna repeat it to me. Showtime, the zone, make this fight happen. Where do things currently stand? <laughs> not an executive. Not an executive. <laughs> I don't want to accuse you of being an executive, bro. Um. <laughs> I, I said it I said it right now earlier. The zone doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. The zone no. thought I'm gonna open my wallet up and I'm gonna see the mistake that the zone thought is that it it it, it read the temper it, it thought it read the room and thinking, all we gotta do is open our checkbook and we're gonna get all these fighters to come over. Yeah, well And mm. it didn't do it. Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. you got a, a, a Brit that hustled you, you got a cokehead that's hustling you, and they're just bleeding you out. You didn't even promote them. These next two cards, the the DS card and then the Bivol card, aren't even getting promoted. Mm-hmm. You probably spend most of your budget promoting Canelo Triple G. Tell me how that worked out, the zone. Yeah, exactly. You you know, the zone does not any does not need to be involved in this fight. For the fans that say, oh, they should do you know split the pay per view, let the, the fans decide. No, or no, they should air on both. They should air on both Why? networks. What does the zone bring to the table, B-Ray? What does the zone bring to the table? Um, um, if, you, if you're asking me, they don't bring shit. Exactly. If you ask the fans, be like, well, it's only fair because they're both tied to their network. No, they're not. No, they're not. And that's something they don't know. I don't think they know that. Neither guy is tied to each network. No. Happens to be that Davis fights on Showtime. Exactly. And same goes with Ryan, right? He just happens to fight on the zone. They, Steven Espinosa just said, tanks people made with the promotions. Mm-hmm. With with the counseling of of Al Heyman, have reached out to Tan- to Garcia's team and says, "Hey, we want to make this fight." They're the ones dictating the terms, so that means they dictate the network. Exactly. Yep. They Garcia have a view on how the network should work. Yep. Exactly. That's what he said. Oscar's the one that wants to involve the zone because the zone needs the money. The zone needs the revenue. Oh, we have a great we have a great relationship with the zone. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you tell me how you're. Tell me how much. Tell me how many subscribers have you had since then. You're dying. That's the reason you're going to pay-per-view. You're dying. You want to get in the pay-per-view game, and the only time you get to do pay-per-view is when you do fucking Canelo. And guess what? You Right now, you're banking you're going to sell a lot of pay-per-view with Mayweather. But guess what? Mayweather realized, these suckers are giving me money. I'm going to go over <laughs> here and sucker the money. <laughs> I guess I found another sucker right here. Mm-hmm. And Mayweather's going to sucker them because they're promoting that Mayweather versus DG, whatever the fuck. Paper, the zone paper you fight. He's suckering you. I bet you Al Heyman goes, Hey, the zone's saying they're they're willing to pay for the pay per view. How much? Eh, X amount. X amount. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking another sucker. (laughs) Let's let's get the bag, Al. Let's go get the bag. And he suckered him. So you're telling me the only time they've done pay per view is for Canelo? And they were going to do that god awful. Connor uh, Connor Ben versus uh, oh, uh Chris Eubank, Eubank as a pay-per-view. Yeah. Even though nobody in the US knows these guys, the United States 
a consumer had to pay a pay-per-view price. Mm-hmm. Smart, right? Yeah, very smart. You're bleeding money. So you're trying to bank, you're trying to you're trying to leech on Showtime. Mm-hmm. Now, for people to go, well, you know, networks worked together before. HBO and Showtime have a history of working together. They have a history of promoting. HBO Boxing promoted for almost 30 years boxing. Showtime, same amount. Made sense that these guys worked it out. Mm-hmm. For two of the biggest fights in boxing history, Lennox Lewis versus Mike Tyson, Mayweather Pacquiao. Yep. That made awesome sense. There was no fight. There was no argument about how you're going to promote this because both guys knew what the fuck they were doing in the sport. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, what about Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder? Fox, ESPN. Two of the biggest number 1A and 1B. Biggest sporting... Sporting... um, I don't know, network, I guess. Thank you. Right? They know how to promote this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. ESPN's going to promote it on the NBA. Hey, guys, don't forget Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Fox NFL. Hey, guys, (laughs) don't forget Tyson Fury promoting. They know how to promote this shit. Mm -hmm. They've been in the business. They promoted NFL finals, MLB, Super Bowls. They know what the fuck they're doing when it comes down to the promoting game so they can make back their money. They know what they're doing. They've been in the game for so long. So it made perfect sense that when Tyson Fury, who who signed the top rank, who was affiliated with ESPN, Worked with Deontay Wilder, who at that moment was affiliated with Al Heyman, who mm-hmm. had a who, who has a relationship with Fox. Yep. Say, hey, let's work it out. Fine, we'll take care of this. We'll take care of this. Let's meet in the middle and let's make this money, guys. The mm-hmm. zone. Enough said. <laughs> Can't promote shit. But they still have the nerve. Be like, well, what makes it? What what is the difference right there? Even though you explain it, but they still go, what is the difference? HBO and Showtime did it. No disrespect to Barack and whatever, but that's all the guys have. Mm-hmm. Fuck Sergio Mora. Fuck uh, Todd Grisham. Todd Grisham. <laughs> fuck Chris. I don't know shit about Mannix. <laughs> fuck those guys. I think they want a piece of the pie. They, you just want to make sure you guys get paid for the event. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. You guys bring nothing to the table. You bring nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. You have no social media presence. No. Whatsoever. You guys have nothing. You're a streaming service that decided to go fuck pay-per-view, and now you're jumping. You're literally trying to jump on the wagon. It goes, yeah, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. But without having to have done the work. Mm -hmm. You're suckers. You finally raised, you guys got suckered into buying these contracts. you, You got suckered into... Believing that Golden Boy and Matchroom are going to save you guys, you're bleeding out money. Mm-hmm. Shit. Fucking, uh, st- st- not Strike Force. Fucking, what's that, that other MMA company that left you? They signed them and then left. Mm-hmm. It's not Strike Force. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, no, Strike Bellator. Force. Bellator. Bellator, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bellator right. left them. Yep. Bellator left them. You can't promote. You bring nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. Nothing. The best they can do is how about this? We'll promote it here. We'll promote it here in the United States, and you guys can promote it. In the uh, you guys can sell this fucking pay per view overseas. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. But you will have nothing to do with this pay per view. Nothing. You don't release pay per view numbers. You don't release downloads. You don't release streaming. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You have nothing to back yourself as saying as you're a major player in the game. Your only claim to fame is that you signed Canelo to a two hundred or something yeah. dollar ten fight deal, and ask me how that went. Your biggest pay-per-view numbers are mm-hmm. with Canelo. Mm-hmm. 
You have no pay-per-view stars. You have no, again, no social media presence. But you want to come here and think you can play what you can come to the big boy table and fuck with Showtime. No, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work that way. You're not a major player in boxing as you think you are. You're not. You're trying trying to get into the game Mm -hmm. by just being there. You know, you're the guy in the you're the guy in the background of the picture going, you know, hey, you you see that event? I was there. Where you at? All the way in the back. You see the hand? That's me. <laughs> That's the zone. That's the zone. Yeah. So it's an obsession for De La Hoya to want to get the zone. Dude, shut the fuck up. You already have a great relationship. Let Ryan go over there. If you believe in him so much, then do it. Mm-hmm. Put it in the contract then. Hey, we'll do this fight here. And if not, we'll do it. The same way that Jamal Charlo did with Miami McGill. Yeah. Just do the fight on Showtime pay-per-view. If your boy, if your boy beats me, we'll take it over to yeah, we'll take it over to, to the zone. The zone. Uh-huh. They did the same thing with Tyson Fury. Yep. The second fight between Tyson Fury and uh and Wilder was a joint venture between Fox and ESPN. Mm-hmm. And on the condition was this whoever wins takes the fight to their network. Yep. That's why ESPN did their did oh, it was an oh, it was an all ESPN broadcast for the third fight. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people don't know that. So it, it isn't it isn't unheard of to have, for these contracts to happen. Why isn't that happening? You know? That's a good question. I don't know why, why isn't it happening. happening. Let's be honest. Tank is the A side. Tank is the one Easy, that's definitely Tank has sold out staples. Tank has Tank's been on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Has better numbers than Ryan. He sold out staples, mm-hmm. did better numbers than Ryan. Sold out Atlanta, did better numbers than Ryan. Ryan hasn't even been outside to Atlanta. He sold better numbers during COVID in Texas than Ryan Garcia does. Did. Again, Tank has sold better, num- did mm-hmm. better numbers in San Antonio during COVID. Yeah. Ryan has fought there when there wasn't COVID and he didn't even come close to those numbers. <laughs> so it makes obvious sense that the fight gets taken to showtime. And if Ryan is such a believer, and if De La Hoya is such a believer in him, mm-hmm. and DeZone is such a believer in this kid, then say, you know what, guys, guys, take take the money over, take 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 your guys, go across the street, mm-hmm. go get that bag, beat them, come back, and bring the rematch over here. Yeah. How hard is that? No, it's not difficult. But, but the there is ones- no, to me, there's no faith. No, there's not. And what what it sounds like again, this is again what baseball we're reading here. But what it sounds like to me is doesn't does not sound like the problem is coming from Tank's side, and you get me PBC whatever Al Heyman. This is always coming from the side of Ryan Garcia and De La Hoya in this interview, which he contradicts himself in another another part, which I hope you play that. Oh one, yeah, I will. Yes, is saying we're done. We've already agreed to everything. Right, we already agreed to everything. This is a network thing now. Yep. The networks have to hash this out now. How are we going to do it? That's on them. We, everything, we're all good here, baby. We're good. Mm-hmm. So this is the network thing. This is Showtime saying, okay, guys, you want to come to the big boy table? These are the conditions to come and eat in our table. Yeah. Yes or no? Oh, well, no. We know we. No, no, no. Yes or no? Yes or no? That's all, that's it. <laughs> but if there's own things, no, it's going to be a joint and we're thinking about doing this. We're like, No, that's not how it's going to work. How many pay-per-views have you done? Oh, we've done like seven or eight. <laughs> How long have you been in the game? <laughs> what, four or five years? <laughs> Bro, we, we've been, what, 40 years maybe? 30, 30 40, 40 years, years baby. <laughs> we've, been, we've been putting pay-per-views. We've, we've been doing pay-per-views before you even learn how to wipe your own ass. 
Hey, kid, listen. I, hey, I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> Let's just tone it down a little bit. Here's a piece of paper. Here's some crayons. Why don't you draw and let let the, let the grown-ups let the do, grown-ups it. do it. <laughs> Let the grown-ups do this. That's really the best way to describe it. So, if you again, for the people that are wondering why they can't be a joint, there's your answer right there. They don't bring nothing to the table, which I think that's like the short answer. You don't bring nothing. Shitty production. Shitty production. Oh, God. Audio's bad. Video's bad. Exactly. You got commercials running through this shit. Oh, with, God. Like, come on. They, and you, exactly. And you expect them to be part of this? But I, I, can st- I can still hear them. But no, it's unfair. Ryan's on the zone. Ryan's on the fine, zone. Fine, fine, fine. Uh-huh. What, what, what is it? What is it? The zone, you can put the prelims up. <laughs> we'll let you have the prelims. <laughs> Tell them, hey guys, you guys want to watch the prelims? Let's go to the zone. Let's have the prelims. We usually put it on H. We usually put it on on YouTube. Oh yeah, right, YouTube. Right? Then we're gonna give you the prelim. Put the prelims up, and then, uh, you know what? Just you know, we want to be fair. Let's give Jim Gray a little, you know, a little time off. You guys can do the backstage interviews with the fighters. <laughs> yeah, cool. And then, you know what? Uh, Brian Cust, you and uh, we'll let Barack and what's his face. Share the stage with Brian Custer, and you guys can interview fighters. <laughs> Sounds fair? You know what? Honestly, I think that's like the best offer Showtime can give them. That's the best I can do for you. Honestly. <laughs> and then guess what? Guess what? And when Ryan loses, uh, Chris Max can interview him. On his own. <laughs> On his own. You know, don't worry Don't worry about uh, Jim Gray interviewing him. Chris Max can do it. And, and you... You go okay. How about do this <laughs> on the on the ninth round? We'll ask Chris Mannix what the scorecards are, <laughs> and then they're like, "He's not even gonna get to the ninth." <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are cool with that, you know? You guys are cool with that. We'll get your unofficial scorecard after the ninth. He ain't even gonna make it to the ninth. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Sounds fair, right? Fucking fair. Fair, right? To be honest, as funny as it sounds. That's really the best offer. Sounds fair. And that then, seems hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And and just, you know, just so you know, just so we don't seem like we're bad guys. <laughs> you see the poster? You see that little small corner? We'll put your logo right there. <laughs> and then on the ropes, we'll put your you'll put your logo. How about that? That's the best we can do. Best we can do. Best offer. <laughs> You're involved. <laughs> You're involved. That's the best I can, they can do. Yeah, that is really the best they can do. Because you're really gonna put Al Bernstein, Hall of Fame guy. Oh next. fuck yeah! Al Bernstein and Mauro Ronaldo with Sergio Moore and Todd Grisham, who just bicker and talk shit amongst each other. <laughs> Sometimes I feel they forget they're announcing and they're just talking shit. Yeah. Me drunk with you guys, but do better commentating than the zone. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that more people. The fact that we had people on Whittier Fight Club saying I muted it just to listen to you guys talk yeah, about the talk fight about it. <laughs> shows how better we were doing than the, the zone announcing. Yeah. Because we had better insight. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not even an ex fighter. No. And you're not an ex WWE guy. No. And Escaleto's not a, a writer for Sports Illustrated. <laughs> and Gabriel Gabriel's Gabriel. <laughs> again, yeah. to me, this is again the zone has no no, no, nothing has nothing to bring to the table. They don't. They and really if don't. this fight falls apart, it should not be blamed on Ryan. It shouldn't be blamed on Tank. On it tank, should be blamed man. on an on an, an uh, on an app 
that thinks it can compete with the big boys that have been doing this for 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. This would have not have happened if this was against ESPN. No, no. This would have not happened if it was with Fox. No, because those ones, they definitely would be like, all right, we work with you. You could be a part of this for sure. Yes. We'll find a way to work it out. Find a way. But with the zone, Steven Espinosa is being, is it me or is he, he's, I mean, he can be a little more vicious. I feel, I feel like he's being just a little too kind, though, because he could easily be like, I'm sorry, but I don't think he wants to be disrespectful. I think that's what it is. I think, I think that was like the, the best he can say, right? Like, you don't bring nothing to the table. Tell me you don't bring nothing to the table by telling me you don't bring nothing Basically, to the table. Basically, you don't bring nothing to the table. What the fuck? Who who are you? It's like him saying, who are you again? The fact that we're willing to talk to you is the fact that we want to make this fight. We want to make the fight, exactly. The, if we didn't want to make this fight, we would not no. even consider you guys in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But because out of respect that Mayweather Promotions and Al Heyman want to bring this fight here with us, mm-hmm. we're willing to talk to you guys yeah. and find common ground to where we can make this fight happen, where it's beneficial for you guys and us. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, you cannot sit here and say this is a 50-50 thing. No. Fuck no. Nope. And, no. and that's kind of where it's coming here, where the zone's thinking, no, no, we deserve we deserve half because we we help promote. Okay, great. But this isn't, let's be honest, a lot of people don't, don't associate Ryan with the zone. No. Ryan has decided, Ryan has promoted his own shit. Ryan is his own entity. Mm-hmm. So we're not renting Ryan because you're, he's, because, oh my God, you guys have, promoted him in your network we're renting him to get him mm-hmm. we're not we're not getting you with him yeah this isn't a bundle package this is a yeah. single <laughs> single purchase yeah of one fighter who whose promoter is associated with you mm-hmm. so your promoter is associated with not the fighter ben, yeah. we'll see what happens we'll see, hey, we'll see what would happen really it doesn't look like it's gonna happen in December really so if the nah. fight is get made this looks like a more maybe January, February maybe March I don't I think fight. everyone needs to get it out of the system. A lot of fights are not happening by the end of this year. Uh, no, you're right. We're already in November, by by the way, folks. We're in November, exactly. Some of these fights are not happening in December. So, no. Mm. These big fights, really, obviously, it's going to take place sometime next year. So, you're right. Yeah, that's We're already in November now. And one last thing here. Uh, speaking of, like, announcement fights, right? There was a fight announced. Uh, it just slipped out of my, you know, here are my notes here. I guess I didn't give a shit here. No, no offense to him. Uh, so it was announced. So November nineteenth, Jaime Munguia is fighting. So fight announcement: Munguia will face um, Gonzalez Gaston <laughs> Correa in a historic bout taking place on November nineteenth in Mexico. Don't care. Guadalajara. Don't care. Ten round middleweight. Don't fight. care. We'll be broadcast live. Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Wanted to mention. Don't that. care. Yep, just wanted. To this guy's that. ranked probably forty-five in the world. Don't care. He probably is. <laughs> don't care. No disrespect to the guy. I don't know him. He's from Argentina, by the way. Okay, yeah. congratulations, but don't yeah. care. Yep. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. You cannot go in there and keep fighting these type of guys. I totally agree. Put up or shut up. At this moment, put up or shut up. So I'm done. And he's not a prospect. We want to call it like I'm sorry. No, we, like, we've sat here. We sat he's, here, and, he's I, and, and I even pled the case. We can't call him a prospect when he's a former world champion yeah. at 154. Can't call him a prospect. Can can't call him a prospect. So this whole oh he's still learning. No, he's not. As soon as he became a world champion, he's elevated himself outside of mm-hmm. prospectness. I agree. Prospect team. Sorry, he elevated himself. Yeah. Moving forward, he has to fight. You know, Gabe Rosado was a great step. Keep moving. 
bit you, you take two steps forward but you take four steps back mm-hmm. makes no sense no it doesn't makes no sense yeah I know he's young but still you're not he's never going to evolve as a fighter we keep putting these guys in front I of know him. I agree Charlo fight would have been a great one for him oh yeah I would have shown him something but didn't happen no nope, so whatever didn't happen I'm done and also I wanted to mention this too I thought that was pretty interesting to mention as well I, I totally it's again one, one of the things I slipped out of my notes because we mentioned Usyk uh, according to Sky Sports uh, the heavyweight title fight right the rematch Alexander Usyk versus uh, Joshua Anthony Joshua it, it did 1.2 million pay-per-view buys over there I thought that was pretty interesting for Sky Sports it's not bad that's not bad I go so I wanted to mention that. UK numbers is not bad. Not bad, I go. Wow. Especially Josh. in today's, right, like, pay-per-view buy, especially in the UK. Wow. Josh is a hitter. He's a hitter, of course. Josh was a hitter. Mm-hmm. Win, lose, or draw, he's a hitter over there. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people, over here in the States, we talk shit about him, but I think over there, people like him. Yeah. You know, he has a great, loyal fan base. People love him. Yeah, you get it. So I, I believe that number, yeah. Definitely. Now, oh, man. So... Now it's time to really talk about the basically the top story of the week mm-hmm. in boxing. So, Terrence Crawford, this was what? Yesterday? Two days ago? My God. I think it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, no, no. Two days ago. Two days ago, right? On a Tuesday? Terrence Crawford went on Instagram Live for like what? 30 minutes? It seemed like that, yeah. Something like that, right? And he explained. He put. He said his side of the story as to why the fight fell apart. Well, don't know, did we talk last week that he signed to BK, BK Prime? B, yeah, BLK Prime. BLK Prime. We did mention that last we week. We did right? mention okay. that. Yes, yes, we did. Yep, he okay. fight on December tenth on pay per view for forty bucks against David Abernizan. Something like that. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And so we did, uh-huh. Okay, we mentioned. Okay. Cool. Yes, we did. Continue. Yes, we so, did. We did that. And, and because of the backlash, he went on Instagram Live to explain he himself. He went why. exactly. He explained himself. Now. I don't really have any much of the clips of it. I don't even know if I want to be fucking playing it's it. A, I don't think we should play 30 minutes. I no, think, we shouldn't. Exactly. I no. think our or, fans have been listening to the Boxing Voice, yeah. Boxing Ego, or other podcasts that play overplay this video. Uh, let's just go on some of the notes that he said that we can talk about. Basically. I, I mean, the, what Spence did responded, by the way. It was yeah, they went, they went back and, back and, forth. and forth. But I want to talk about Spence, uh, Crawford's comments first. Oh, no, definitely, yeah. And then I'm going I'm to give you my thoughts. No, no, of course. I mean, I just wanted to mention that one of the things Spence said, he goes, I have a thirty, I have a minute or 30 to waste. Why is it that it, take, it took you two weeks to save something? Crawford, you, you try getting your shit together. LOL. We can see you looking at some flashcards or a piece of paper. Good. You speaking now? I was worried. I, to me, it's out of character for Terrence Crawford to even acknowledge the fans. Yeah, and their backlash. He doesn't really do that. He doesn't really do that. He gives two shits what people think that, about exactly. him. Exactly. So me, it was kind of like, okay, why go on Instagram live and like, because I think the narrative went out there. He ducked the fight. You know, boxing eagles been ramming it hard. I know that he has been. Yes. Boxing voices, you know, they play the, they play both sides in the sense of like they play both sides for the fans, and then give you their uh, kind of give you their take on it but still kind of I feel like they play both sides yeah you know oh well you know Crawford has a point but then you know I just this is an episode where they're like talking about Spence's points they're like oh well Spence makes points too and they play both sides yeah and that's great but you know here I'm gonna give you my opinion mm-hmm. about it yeah I, I listened to it I, I've uh, listened to it twice I've heard other people's opinions it comes to me like this we talked about it, I think, two, uh, two weeks ago when I said that Crawford was really, you know, had a hard up on looking at the books. Mm-hmm. 
And to me, this is a guy who thinks highly of himself. Very highly. And chooses not to believe that he's worth what he's he, what people are telling him he's worth. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Know your worth. But be realistic about your self-worth. Especially when it comes down to business. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I think the Ramley Network is a great, is a, is a, you know, a great thing. You know, we have great content. Yeah. But I'm not sitting here talking and saying, you know, Spotify should offer me $200 million for what I do. <laughs> you know, I'm realistic. Like, I, I have a number in my head. Like, if someone were to tell, if a, you know, low budget, you know, or middle class, or middle, somewhere in the middle network came to me and goes, hey, you know, we want to. We want to partner with you. We want to purchase the content you provided, and we want to put it in our platform. Mm-hmm. I have a number in my head of how much it's worth, and I don't think it's out of it's not out of the ballpark. I'm not going to be there and be like, oh, you know, I want two, you know, two million dollars for this. I'm realistic of what I of what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say uh, there's this new uh, new streaming place called Rumble. Yeah, they're they're like kind of the alternative to YouTube. And let's say Rumble came out and said, hey. Hey man, we like what you guys do. We noticed the Rambling Network, the the Rambling Alcoholics uh, can't get their shit played on YouTube because you guys play music, you guys play movies in the background. Hey man, we wanna we wanna have the Rambling Alcoholics podcast video podcast exclusively on Rumble. How much you um, how much would you want for it? I have a number in mind. I'm not gonna sit here and go, gee God, you know what? I want three mil three hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna laugh that. I know my worth. I'm, I'm, but even then, if they were to be like, okay, show us your numbers. Why are you thinking you deserve this amount? And they were to come back and go, look, man, this is what we think. This is what we offer you. And I counter offer. Crawford's not like that. Crawford's more like what the, he, he finds it as a disrespect that someone tells you, you know what? Looking at the numbers, this is what you're worth. Man, fuck you. I'm worth this amount. <laughs> Take it or leave it. And that's what he is. He's a stubborn guy who thinks highly of himself. Yeah. Hearing this, he hurt. I think his team told him, "You need to get on. You need to say something because the the fans are starting to think you backed out." Mm-hmm. It didn't look good that Steve Coppinger, who always has a source, yeah. was saying, "Hey, the fight's about to be done," <laughs> and later on said, "Hey, you know what? Never mind." And then when that happened, you already immediately signed to BK BK Prime BLK Prime BLK Prime. Yep. And that was it. So that kind of showed that while you were negotiating, you were doing a side negotiation. And deals like that don't just happen like that. Mm-hmm. That takes time. There's talks. There's negotiation. There's back and forth before you iron out a, iron out a deal that benefits both parties. Mm-hmm. Which means that during that time that he was talking to Terrence, to Spence's team, which is in May, mm-hmm. you were also talking to this new network. You're playing both sides. So were your intentions really to sign the fight? Or was it just, uh, well, you know, I'm going to entertain it, but I'm going to entertain this more. Mm-hmm. And it felt you entertained the BL, the BLK Primes deal more than yeah. you did Spence. Mm-hmm. And you had to justify it by saying all the stuff you said. Whether it was true, whether it was not, not my call. Mm-hmm. I just found it, to me... I'm going by everything that I've known by Terrence Crawford. He's not a social media guy. He's not. Doesn't like talking to the press. No, he does not like that shit. Poor pay-per-view numbers. 
poor pay, uh, uh, viewership on a on a, on a ESPN. Yeah. But what I got out of this, it didn't matter to him because he got paid. He got paid a flat fee. Yeah. <laughs> what I got out of the Crawford interview, the Crawford uh, IG live was, he doesn't care about the num pay per view numbers. He cares about a flat fee. The way he kept saying flat fee, you know, this and that, back end. It looks like his deal with Bob Arum was my guarantee. I want guaranteed money. I want money up front. No matter what. I don't care. I want my guaranteed money and I'll fight for you. And Bob gave it to him. That's why he gives two shits that the the Victor Postal fight did shitty numbers on Mm pay-per-view. He gave two shits that the Jeff Horn fight did shitty on pay-per-view. He didn't give a shit about that. He gave two shits that the Amir Khan pay-per-view did shit. He gave two shits about the Sean Porter fight doing bad. He didn't care because he wasn't making money off of that. He made money off his guaranteed, which he negotiated with top rank, which was mm-hmm. pay me up front the money. You could keep everything else. Now that makes sense why Bob said, I lost more money on promoting Crawford than I have ever done before as a promoter. Yeah. I, I, I took less of a loss selling my, selling my house in California than I did promoting mm-hmm. a Terrence Crawford fight. Yeah. That makes the most sense. They, this fighter is a upfront fighter. So when he shows up on Instagram Live and says, hey, I was willing to talk to him. I took the deal. You know, I was willing to get fucked over because I wanted to make the fight happen. That's the word he kept using a lot. I was, that he kept, he was willing to get fucked over, but I was still willing to fuck, to fuck with him. Okay, cool. But you didn't fuck with them though. No. And then it comes out and says the two investors came out of nowhere and said, hey, we're willing to give you 25 mil and we're willing to give Spence 25 mil. And he says, out of the kindness of my own heart, I call Spence and say, hey, man, someone's willing to offer his money. Spence says, oh, shit, who? Well, let's meet to, let's meet face to face and we'll talk about it. But it's 25 mil, man. Up front, guaranteed, no matter what. Spence's, Spence's answer was, Cool, that's great, but what's the uh, what's the uh, the upside the for the upside of it? Uh-huh. Now, for you casual, upside means pay per view revenue, mm-hmm. gate, you know the deals they make with hotels, merch. That's what they make. That's where the chunk of that money comes from. Yeah, cool, guaranteed twenty five mil. But what's our take on the upside? Man, who gives a shit, man? Pay per view's dead. That's where you fucked up, my friend. <laughs> Everyone got a fire stick. Everyone got a fire stick. You're right. I got one. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. But you're out there promoting a pay-per-view for 40 bucks, but you're actually exactly. saying so. <laughs> that, to me, proved he doesn't care. He's about his money, which is great. You're about your money. Yeah, we talked about it, right? Yeah, I get it, right? Your which price is great. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. and I know people are going, okay, what's your point? What's your point, Whiskey J? This is my point. My point is Terrence Crawford pulled out of the fight based on money. I feel... In my opinion, that Earl Spence, Al Heyman said, okay, this cat only wants guarantee. Let's ask him how much he wants. Let's be realistic about how much he wants, and let's give it to him. And then we're going to take 100% of the uptake, of the, of the take of the fucking fight. That comes a pay-per-view. That comes the gate. That comes to every other deal we do. Mm-hmm. We take 100%. Because from, from what we're getting from this kid, 
This kid don't give a fuck PayPal pay-per-view numbers. He don't give a fuck about live gates. Mm -hmm. He cares about upfront money now in his face. And I'm assuming when they negotiated, he looked at it and said, oh, they're giving me everything I want. Yo, but what's your take, though? That don't fucking matter, bro. You wanted, you want 25 mil, that's 25 mil right there. Mm -hmm. No, but what you're taking, 25 mil. But what else? Plus 100% of the gate and the pay-per-view. Now, fuck that. I want that too. <laughs> Bro, you out here talking about you don't want this shit. You want enough front. So mm-hmm. here you go. And mm-hmm. I think then the negotiation happened, what the split's going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you want 25 mil, then the, the split has to be this way. Now, fuck that. It should be 50-50 on everything then. Fuck no, my brother. <laughs> you this, We calculated that all your pay-per-views did this amount. Mm-hmm. This is your take. This is your percentage. I don't think he liked it. He didn't like that. No, I don't think so. He didn't like the fact that he felt he was getting fucked over. You weren't getting fucked over. You were being given what they deemed was fair Mm -hmm. based on your performance on pay-per-view. Yep. Not based on your accolades and achievements. Which I think he feels like, no, that should be a part of that. No. So he thought, okay, cool. I'm going to go find a sucker to pay me 25 mil and not give a fuck about uptake on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And here comes BKL, which is funny, which is funny because when the zone came out, the zone decided to open up their checkbook and write dumb checks. And, and I said, I hope there's no other dumb person that's going to follow this type of trend. And here comes Thriller. <laughs> yep. And then I said, OK, cool. There's two dumbasses in the, in the boxing game. There can't be anybody else dumber to do this. Here comes BLK Prime and offers Terrence Crawford up close to 15 to 20 million dollar guarantee for one fucking fight and says, how do we even get stupider? Let's offer Adrian Broner a ten a ten million dollar plus three fight deal. So now we got three dumbass platforms <laughs> giving money and and thinking they can change the boxing game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrence Crawford, Spence didn't happen over money. Crawford didn't like his take. The you were talking about the text message, the 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 Twitter replies, Spence said, we agreed that we were going to open the books. That before the... Mm-hmm. So from the looks... Now, Crawford went on and said that. Crawford went on and said that he's his own boss. Yeah, he kept saying a lot. He kept saying that Spence, Spence is not his own boss because he has to he go... to answer other people. To, yeah. And that he didn't want to meet face-to-face. <laughs> if I'm paying out Heyman, who has, got, who has made me millions of dollars, who has made me a pay-per-view box office attraction Mm -hmm. why the fuck would i need to sit down that's why i'm paying hyman to do this for me i'd rather be in my ranch riding on my horses playing with my kids than have to sit in a fucking boardroom Mm -hmm. across from your fucking ugly mug (laughs) and have to look at your face when they tell you you're not worth you're not worth the Mm pay-per-view you're not worth the money you claim to be worth that's why i have my representative my advisor my manager to do the work for me i doubt that when terrence crawford hires a roofer He's up there helping the roofers. (laughs) You hire the roofers to do the work for you. You're not up there doing it, right? No, no, exactly. When I hire someone to wash, to detail my truck, I'm not out there washing the truck with them. Fuck no. I paid you to wash my truck, so wash my truck. Mm -hmm. So why the fuck would Earl Spence be in the the boardroom with you to negotiate that? Never happened in the boxing. Yeah, never. Heyman told him that. It's him wanting control. This is a guy that for... With top rank was told who to fight, when to fight, and this how much you're gonna get paid. Yeah, and decided to decided to cut loose because I think he felt 
and he even made it known. I think he he this is to me where I'm gonna get to the conclusion soon. He left Bob Barham because he felt Bob Barham's holding me back from this fight. I can make more money than the guarantee that Bob's offering me. Because mm-hmm. let's say Bob told him, hey, you know what? I can guarantee you 10, 12, 10 to $12 million right now to fight Terrence Crawford on pay-per-view. And he's thinking, fuck it, this motherfucker can guarantee, guarantee me 12, 10 to 12. That means this motherfucker can, this motherfucker's cheating me off another 10. I can probably get guaranteed 20. I'm not, I'm cool. I'm going to write this contract out. Mm-hmm. And he took and he took out and he took out the he took out the middleman, the promoter. Yeah, he did. And said, okay, cool. And then negotiated and said, and I want 20 mil. Guaranteed. You don't want pay-per-view? Nah, fuck that. Pay-per-view's dead. Alright, cool. 20 mil is fine. Wait, but how much is he getting? Don't worry about that. He's my this is my client. We'll give you the 20 mil. If that's all you want, we'll mm-hmm. get you that. Yeah, but wait, how much? And I think he thought. Man, fuck that. This motherfucker, if he's saying 20, that means that motherfucker's getting 30. Now, fuck that. I want that, too. You know what? I'm going to try to eliminate Heyman, too. <laughs> and that's where he came up with the idea of, oh, these two uh, two hedge fund guys are willing to offer 25-25. This is the guy that wants to get rid of the middleman. Mm-hmm. He's not. Terrence Crawford sounds like an idiot businessman. <laughs> Terrence Crawford sounds like a bad drug dealer joke. Yeah. When you're trying to take out your middle guy to get to the main supplier. Mm-hmm. When you're just a small-time drug dealer, that's how it sounds. Yeah, Terrence Crawford just Terrence Crawford has barely been a free agent, not even a year. No, no, exactly. And he mean? thinks he can make moves mm-hmm. like this. Great, I applaud you. You suckered BLK Prime to twenty million dollars. <laughs> but guess what? You're frustrated because you can't sucker Al Heyman. Mm-hmm. I just said he he claims I'm my own boss. That's great. That's great. But you still have a lawyer to you who advises you on the situation. Mm-hmm. Same way that Spence has an advisor to advise him about the financial situation here. Again, I repeat, when you hire a roofer, you're not on the roof just helping no. him. That's why you hired him, to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Heyman's there for Spence to represent him. <clears throat> What's going on here? Hold on. No, no, no. Oh, no, I thought, no, no, I thought no, Oscar no. was going live. I thought so too, but I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> so to me, Spence wants to make the fight. I think, again, cut line, dry. It's about the money. I think Crawford wants he wants it equal or he wants a bigger chunk of the pie, and he walked away. Spence even mm-hmm. said, we gave you everything you wanted. We gave it to you. We even gave you, we even were, were, we were even going to open the books on the event. So when the pay-per-view was over, when all the tickets were counted, when all the pay-per-view was counted, before the check is even written, you were going to look at the books, I was going to look at the books to make sure everything was cut clean and dry. So what was the, what was the hold-up? Nothing. No, it doesn't seem like there the was The hold-up was, was the money. Was the money. To me, he he feels if, he, okay, you're gal for me 20, that means I'm worth 30 then. And you're not giving it to me because you're standing in my way, so I'm going to need you to get out of the way. And then, like I said, he suckered a fucking streaming service to to bankroll him yeah. right now. I think it's gonna backfire. Uh, it definitely will. And I think you're starting to see it because he's he's being a little bit more vocal on social media, which he's never really has been. And I think you, what I saw was a guy who knew he fucked up, who was told, "You done fucked up. <laughs> we done fucked up. We took this fight way too early. You know, we should have probably a couple months ago said, hey, you know what.'" We're gonna look elsewhere because this is this is getting stupid. Mm-hmm. You didn't say shit for months, and then when you do open your mouth, 
or you leak out to Mike Coppinger that this fight might not happen, the next breaking news is is you fucking signed the David Abenezian fight. Mm-hmm. So it looks bad to the to the boxing consumer going, wait, wait, wait. We were just told that this fight is almost agreed. Everything's done. What happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, you backed out then because Spence is right here talking about Spence ain't done shit. Nope. Spence ain't done shit. You backed out. You're the first one to back out. That means you don't want to fight. And I think the people got into his ear and he fucking freaked out, went on Instagram Live. I've said it before and I say it again. The loudest person in the room, the one that talks the most, is always the one that fucked up. It's true. Or, and, and he kept saying, look at Spence, he's not saying anything. He didn't have to. Didn't Why have did he to. have to say anything? And then when he did, it was like, dude, we, I, the fight wasn't going to get done. Mm-hmm. We, everything was agreed upon. You wanted, you wanted to look at the books, we gave you the books. You know? You wanted a guarantee, we gave you a guarantee. You wanted enough front, we gave you enough front. A, ba- a back-end deal. We gave mm-hmm. you a back-end deal. Everybody was agreed upon. What the fuck? Yeah. I can agree maybe it took longer. Yeah. I agree because he said he spoke to him in May. Some, yeah, he said in May, right? They Here said right after the Ugas fight, they hit him up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. Okay, maybe it took a little longer than it's supposed to. It shouldn't have taken longer because there's have. no promoters. I agree with that, you know. But then I think, to me, this is impatient. Look, all great fights take long. They do. There's a lot of money on the line. But I think at the end of the day, this has to do about money. I think Crawford, I don't think Crawford and Spence are scared of each other. No, no, fuck no. I laugh when they say, like, well, he's afraid of, you know, yeah, yeah. No, he, I he's don't afraid think of him. I think, oh, hands, he's afraid of, you know, yeah, yeah, no. Hands down, this has to do about money. money. Has to be. Money is the root of this whole thing. One guy is telling his advisor, you already know how much I want to make for this fight. How much do you think I can make out from the looks of it, from the way the pay per view will trend, with how the way you've been trending? The way we're reading social media, this fight is going to trend. You know, pay-per-view, we might not break a million, but I think we'll, we'll generate a live gate, a mm-hmm. better a better live gate yeah. in which we'll make up the money. Because here, I'm going to throw this right now. I said it before and I said it again. The boxing fans want to see this fight. They do. I the casual fans, mm, not as much. No. But I think where they're going to make more of the money is the gate. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, is that when Zab Judah and Mayweather fought, it was one of the worst performances of Mayweather's pay-per-view. A lot of people like to throw that in Mayweather's face. Oh, you did poorly against Judah. Mm-hmm. Go look at the live gate that Judah Mayweather did. It's not one of the top tens, but it wasn't bad. It's actually really good. Why? Because yeah. you had celebrities walking in. Because celebrities were like, oh, shit. You had Diddy. You had Jay-Z. You had Usher. You had a bunch of Kuji. You had a bunch of motherfuckers out there. Mm-hmm. The hip-hop community will show up. Yep. The social media community will show up to Spence Crawford. That gate is almost going to be 10 to $20 million live gate. Pay-per-view is going to do what? I roughly think at least six, seven hundred thousand. I was going to say six, seven, eight hundred thousand at least. I, if it breaks eight hundred, it's a success. Yeah. So you're looking at almost a $40, 50000000 million revenue off of mm-hmm. this. That that's not including merch. That's not including sponsorships, mm-hmm. and all that and all the other stuff they do. You're looking at good 80, 90, almost a hundred million dollar fight. Yeah. And this is that right after taxes, paying promoters, paying <laughs> resort, paying the fees. Sixty million dollar fight. Yeah. And they know, and this could be almost a thirty mil, thirty mil fight. I still think it's going to be very successful. Yeah, I think it is. It has to be. But I think Crawford 
Crawford reads the room and goes, okay, well, I don't give a fuck about pay-per-view. This is a guy that has dealt his whole entire career as an upfront fighter. Yeah. Upfront, upfront, upfront. You know, when he, he said the comment, I never knew about a fucking, a, pro, uh, uh, a four-rounder. A four-rounder not getting upfront money. Wait, was he supposed to get pay-per-view cuts? I didn't know that people that fight at Canelo's cards are getting cut on the pay-per-view. No, mm-hmm. you're getting paid up front. This is your purse. $33,000, that's yeah. what you get. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, whatever you make on merch is on you, but you're not going to get, you're not going to get a fucking dime from <laughs> the, the pay-per-view. fucking pay-per-view money. No. Who? But that just shows the, the fucking business, the business mentality he has. Yeah. He doesn't have the mentality. This fucking was all about upfront, 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 and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then when he feels, when he doesn't trust somebody, he'd rather move you out the way. Yep. Like I said, I think Bob was trying to make the fight. Bob told him, I can get you $12 million guaranteed up front. And because I bet you Bob was thinking, fuck, I can make a lot of money on this pay-per-view joining, you know, oh, joining I'm forces sure. with Showtime. Yeah, of course. I, when, in one fight, I'll probably make up all the money I lost in all the pay-per-view yeah. fights that they were covering. <laughs> I can get you $12 mil. And I bet you, like I said, Crawford goes, wait, this motherfucker, is this, if this old motherfucker gave me 12, I can get 24 mil. Fuck him. Get out, Bob. <laughs> and I think when they told him, I want 24 mil. Cool. Got it. Wait. Fuck it. I want 50 mil now. Wait, what the fuck? How do you want 50 mil? Okay, if you want 50 mil, we have to split the pay-per-view river. No, fuck that. I want 50 mil nothing. And then when they told him yes, I, I feel like everything, when he doesn't trust anybody, mm-hmm. or when he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room, he and he he just becomes a... Becomes a blind, enraged guy. Yeah. And he becomes so fucking stubborn, nothing, no one can take him mm-hmm. out of it. And I guess, like I said, his team probably goes, well, fuck him. There's this guy over here around the corner that's willing to offer you $20 million to fight David Avenesian. Fuck, let's go over there, man. Guaranteed? Fuck it. Fuck these guys. I don't want to fight him. And that's what happened. My opinion. Yeah. My opinion, that's what it was. That's what, no, it, that's what it definitely has to seem, uh, what happened, because I laugh when people are saying, like, no, the PPC, they're full of shit. You know, they're scared. I've never heard, because every time when the fight does happen, when you, when you especially when they're working with Al, I always hear the same fucking story. My God, negotiations went very well. They're one of the easiest people I work with. I always hear the same shit. The, the thing about Al Heyman is that Al Heyman is a guy that looks out for the benefit of his fighter. Exactly. That's so he's the him. type of guy that walks into the room and goes, all right, guys, what are we going to do? Okay, cool. Well, well, this is how much we can make. Okay, how much is your take? How much is your take? This much. So how much is my fighter getting? Nah, it's not right. My fighter's taking more of the risk. I think we need to readjust the takes here. And again, the, Al Heyman didn't try to re, re, uh, rewrite the way boxing, mm-hmm. you know, redo the wheel in boxing. He worked around it. Yeah. And got his fighters paid. And that's why they don't like him. He gets your fighters paid. His fighters. Yeah. They don't like that. You know? Um, perfect example. Floyd Mayweather. You know, Floyd Mayweather was going to serve a 30-day stint in jail. He looked at it as, you know what? I don't know how long I got in boxing. You know, let, let's sign. I, I want to have an exclusive deal. No matter what, I want guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Plus pay-per-view, pay-per-view points. Let's see what you can do. Al Heyman shopped it to both Showtime and HBO. A lot of people don't know this. When when Mayweather was in jail, he shopped it to both. Showtime, HBO said no. I think our relationship is great. Fight the fight. Well, this guy's made most money for you. Why don't you want to guarantee, you know, he's generated? No, we'll do fight the fight. All right, cool. I'll come back. When the Showtime, Showtime said, yeah. We're willing to give you, was it a 200 mil? 200 mil? What, um, 150 million? I don't know the total. Was it like, what, 30 million? 
for yeah. each fight, I believe, something like that. Six fight, 30 mil? Something like that. Was it 30 mil? God, it was something around that number. Yeah, it was like around 30 mil. I was saying 30 million, right? And obviously, he collects... 180 million guaranteed. Basically, overall, right? And then he, guaranteed, and then he got the pay-per-view and gate revenue. There we pro- go. Uh, aside from that. Mm-hmm. And Showtime said, okay, fine, but under these conditions. Okay, cool. Went back, told HBO, and HBO laughed at him and said, no, we're not going to offer you that. <laughs> There's no way we're going to offer you. There's no way that... You know, we're going to offer you that. We'll do fight to fight. Okay, cool. Went to, went to, he goes, all right, cool. As an advisor, he told Floyd, look, these guys over here at Showtime are willing to offer you 180 mil mm-hmm. for six fights with the condition that you fight these guys on the list. How much is HBO? They want to go on a fight to fight basis and say, and then maybe give you a little bit more on the pay-per-view points. Now, fuck that. It's guaranteed over here. Let's go here. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You sure? I'll make the call right now. That's what an advisor does. Mm, yep. He looks out for the best interest for you. You don't. You didn't hear Floyd going. You never heard that Floyd walked into HBO offices or Showtime offices and negotiated. Nah, this. I never heard anything like that. Nope. Crawford thinks that's how business works. Crawford to me seems like the old school type of guy that everything's done with a handshake. We're in a fight. <laughs> cool. Thirty thirty. Cool. Got it. Done. That's not how it works, man. But that again, that just shows to me his business. This guy's. This guy's not even from the winky right of business. This guy's just straight up from Nebraska. Yeah. Business school. You know, doesn't know shit. No, he doesn't know anything about it. And it's gonna bite him in the ass. Spence is probably gonna go and fight a mandatory or fight Thurman. Oof. And that's and it. If he fights Thurman, it looks better for him. Even though he goes, "Oh, you're gonna fight Thurman," even though you say you're not gonna fight Thurman. Mm-hmm. But if Showtime is willing to offer me X amount of money to fight him, fuck it, I'll take the fight and yeah. whip his ass. It's a way better opponent on my resume than what you're fighting. Very. <laughs> he can throw that at him for sure. Especially when he goes, I'm the one taking all the risk. I'm the one doing all the heavy lifting. Where? You don't promote. You mm-hmm. haven't fought anybody. Nope. I think you only did two press conferences with Sean Porter. Other than that, that was it. That was it. You didn't do any media scrum, nothing like that. You don't sell. Why? Because you're guaranteed. You're, you like guaranteed money, mm-hmm. upfront money. That's it. So you don't feel the need to promote. Like For what? I already got this money no matter what. Fuck y'all. Y'all need to promote this. This is your... You guys need to make the money. I don't need to make the money. You guys already paid me for this. Mm-hmm. Which is great. But when you're walking into a multi-million dollar fight, you're going to have to do some legwork. Yeah. And if you don't, then be okay with the money you're getting. And he does. he's not okay with that. He's like, no, fuck that. I should get this then. No, but, you, but then you need to do the work then. But no, fuck that. I don't need to do the work. Just give me the upfront money and that's it. <laughs> we are giving you the upfront money, but you just know that we're going to take this. So, but why though? I think I deserve half the fuck no and I'm, again that's what I think happened yeah that's definitely what just happened what, what, what's happening definitely and, and and again at the end who loses us as the fans and we lose that and yeah fans but to, to end this with this he kept saying I have uh, Al Heyman friend, Al Heyman boxers who kept telling me make sure he doesn't, right. fuck, if he doesn't fuck you <laughs> I have never heard a fighter from Al Heyman stable say they got fucked over by Heyman. I've heard top ranked fighters say they got fucked over by mm-hmm. top rank. I've had De La Hoya fighters say they got yeah. fucked over by De La Hoya. Never heard Al Heyman say, an Al Heyman fighter go, I got fucked over by Al. I've never. heard people say, thanks to Al, I have I have life after boxing. Yep. Thanks to Al, I have investments where I make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Al, I hear. Yeah, you're right. The only fighter that I know that comes to mind that says... <laughs> Fuck Al Heyman is Adrian Broner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because Adrian Broner's another guy that squandered his money 
And I'll bet you that he was getting paid up front so they could make up their money. Yeah. So when Crawford goes, I got friends. You mean Broner told you this? <laughs> you mean Broner? You mean the guy who was making guaranteed money, who was making a lot of money and then blew it all and then thought, oh, I'm going to go back to the ATM machine? And Heyman goes, you know, yeah, I ain't even, I can't even get you the same deal I got you five years ago, man. You're, you don't have it anymore, bro. Mm-hmm. You don't, Showtime don't want to fuck with you like that no more. They, this is the best I could get you. Now, fuck that. I'll go back and try to see if I can get you a better deal. And I think that was the thing. He couldn't get him a better deal. Yeah. And that's why he go, He apparently left Al Heyman to go with BLK BLK. Prime. So he might be the only one telling him that. I think so. I think he's the only one telling him that, oh, watch out. I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no. You fucked yourself. And then you expected Al Heyman to clean it up for you. Yeah. Day I day the boxy fans lose. It's all about money. Neither fighter's scared of each other, but I think one fighter needs to be realistic on what they can earn. Yeah. And all, and the other one needs to be patient about the other one's stupidity. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Uh, to end this, uh, Deloy was trying to, you know, hop on that shit. This is what he had to say. I'm going to go live very soon, and I'm going to expose the truth. If these fights are not going to get made, I'm going to expose the truth. That means Ryan because I'm happen. fed up, I'm tired, I want to see these fights happen. Kudos to Terrence Crawford for coming out and speaking the truth. So uh, you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, my, uh, I don't know if it's going to be Twitter or Instagram, but we'll, we're going to make it happen. I'm a fighter first. Okay. I want to see fights. I'm a fan of boxing. And then I'm a promoter. You know, And even then, I still work with everybody. I love fighters. This is my livelihood. This is, well, not my livelihood, yeah, but is. This, is, this is what <laughs> I love doing. Working for the fighters, making sure that the fighters get these opportunities the way I had my opportunity. That way, Sinisha Strada left you? What happened? Is that why Sinisha Strada left you in the top <laughs> rank? And I was going to say something like that. Isn't that why she left there? <laughs> Isn't that Canelo left? Let's be honest. De La Hoya has experience working with Al. If you really wanted to expose him, you could have done it a long time ago. You didn't. You know what that proves? We ain't getting Tank versus Ryan. Yeah, because he sounded pretty angry. <laughs> and like I said, when he played the first tape, where he goes, yeah, you know, everything's done. <laughs> everything's done. It's, it's the broadcast. But I'm not an executive. I'm not an executive. <laughs> and now he's coked out of your hand going, I am going to expose the truth. You know, kudos to Crawford. And he sound drunk, bro. You sound like I do on a Friday. <laughs> if this was the case, you were going to expose him, you would have done it a long time ago. Yeah. Boxing, old school boxing fans hate Al Heyman because Al Heyman sits there in front of you and tells you, nope, my fighter won't fight unless this is the amount of money. Mm-hmm. And we know you guys have this. Work it amongst each other. How you're going to divide your split, but make sure that my fighter gets paid his mm-hmm. what he's just due. If not, fuck it. I'll shop it somewhere else. And they don't like that. No, they don't. They don't like that. There's there's a there's a, an advisor, there's willing, there there's out there negotiating on the fighter's behalf. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for the networks. I'm not here for the promoters. This is what my fighter wants. This is what we need to get. I don't go fuck how you guys do it, but make sure my fighter gets his money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Canelo, dude, Canelo did almost almost close to nine hundred thousand buys versus Caleb Plant. Yeah. Yep. He has and. He did shitty pay-per-view numbers with his own. The fact they haven't even said the numbers. No. You haven't heard even Canelo going, I don't fuck with Al. 
but when you have a sucker that's offering you all this money to fight on the zone, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go take that sucker money. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, we, we we talked about it. We talked about that. Yes. I'm gonna go take the hundred million dollar sucker money. Exactly. You mean I gotta fight Bivol and then Triple G and I get paid this? I'm gonna go take the sucker money right mm-hmm. now. I'll be back. Hey, out. I'll be back for the bag. <laughs> I'll be back. Do me a favor. Get those guys to fight each other so we can make this fight more lucrative. I'll be back. Because like he said, right, I'm pretty sure he's like, oh, Showtime will be there. I get Showtime that money. Here. Showtime will be there. The zone will be there. That too. The zone will be there. <laughs> the zone will be there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just get this fight. I'm going to go get this money from mm-hmm. the suckers. And I'm going to go over here with Al for quick yeah. and do a one or two fights, get more money. And then when, when I want to take when I want to take a vacation, I'm going to go to the zone and get that sucker money again. <laughs> Simple as that. The zone's a sucker network. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Simple as that. But are we going to get these big fights? No. No. One fight we're not getting because one guy's unrealistic about the money he thinks he deserves. And on the other side, we're not getting this fight because based on one on one streaming app thinking they're the biggest thing in boxing right now. And they're just a sucker ATM machine. Mm-hmm. They're suckers. The zone's a bunch of suckers. Yeah. That's why we're not getting Ryan Garcia versus Tang. That's why we're not getting... Uh, Terrence Crawford versus Earl Spence. It's a lot of drama. Bet if you take anything away from here, the beautiful sport of boxing still continues to go. Of course, this weekend Ramirez Bivol, good fight. Yeah, Ramirez, that's, that's gonna be a pretty good, fight. real good fight, very good fight. The next, I think, I think we got a couple more fights coming up, right? I think so. Um, of course, so far, you know, Fury, you know, he's 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 fighting. That's why no one of them. Um, but I don't know about this month. No, this month I think we're not. My, I'm gonna check it out right now. Yeah, but pull up the schedule. I just know that the next one is Fury, right? Yeah, I mean, of course, Terrence Crawford fighting, but yeah, you got Dimitri Bivol, Gilberto Ramirez. Then you have Tyson Fury, oh, fucking, and then you have Terrence Crawford. Then you got Jamal Chalo versus Tim Zhu in, in January. That's in January, yeah, huh? There we go. Of yeah, course. I mean, you got a bunch of good fights coming up, man. Montana Love, Stevie Sparks. Nat- uh, Natasha Jonas versus mm-hmm. Marie Eve. You got a bunch of these fights right now that are happening. Zach Parker versus John Ryder. You know, Regis Proge versus Jose Zapeda. You have big fights. You have good fights happening oh, in boxing. Teofimo Lopez, I think we mentioned that, right? He's mm-hmm. fighting too. That's a, no, no, that's a fight I'm, I'm interested in. Yeah. I think you have that. You yeah. have those fights. Those are the fights. You know, I it, it's sad that we're not back in the day. It's the difference between people saying, oh, you know, fighters of the day fight each other. Because you know what? There was only like two networks that put boxing, ABC and CBS. Yeah. What killed what killed what killed the era of the eight golden eighties of boxing when you have Leonard Hearns, Hagler Hearns, Duran Leonard, what killed this what killed boxing, and I'm not into like this and after this you can say what you want, mm-hmm. was the pape the uh, the pay per views, the networks that saw all the money that that all these small that uh, that ABC was making and CBS were making, and here comes pay per view. And then all these money they were making, these all these networks started coming in going, oh, fuck, I want it, I want it. It was just that. It got it got flooded with so many people trying to get their head, dirty little hands in boxing. Boxing was groped. Boxing was raped. It's been raped. It's still getting raped. Yeah. And when I mean raped, the consumer's getting raped. Having to pay these high prices. High prices. Because networks... There are too many networks. You got the Zone, you got ESPN, you got Fox, you got Showtime. We had we had HBO. Now we have BK, BLK Prime. We have Thriller. You got so many of these people biting to get all these boxers, so you have all these revenue streams, so fighters can be can be like, 
I don't want to fight. I'm going to go fight over here. You, you're giving them options where back in the day, hey, who was the biggest bidder? Showtime? I mean, CBS or ABC? ABC. All right, fuck it. We're going to make the fight in ABC. Pay-per-view came along. Okay, cool, whatever. Let's do it on closed circuit pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But when all these networks started coming in, ESPN, Fox, HBO, Showtime came in, it fucking muddied the waters in boxing. It did. It gave people the option to be like, well, I don't want to fight here. I'm going to go fight over there because they're offering me more money. It became a bidding war of networks. And networks, yeah. And then promoters saw saw that as a way to maneuver to make money for themselves. And who got fucked over? The boxers. And who got fucked over? Boxing fans because we didn't get to see the fights we wanted to no. see. You know? We never got to see Costa Zoo versus Mayweather. We never got to see... Uh, 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 Pepino Freitas versus Mayweather. We never got to. We never got to see Floyd Mayweather versus one of the best. Uh, a lot of the lightweights of the division, mm-hmm. Joao de Casamayor. You know, uh, we didn't get to see a lot of. A lot of fights didn't get to get made because of fucking promotional beefs, mm-hmm. of network beefs. I don't know the Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis versus no, uh, no. Who? What was it? Uh, what, oh my God, what's his name again? Oh um. Oh my God, Riddick Bo. Riddick Bo. Riddick Bo is just about but money, and, was, and Riddick Bo didn't want to fight. But him. I was about to say, I, mean, I think they were the same network, I believe. No, or no, but just Riddick Bo didn't want to fight him. To fight him, that was just up. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look, like Showtime HBO beat for so long, we didn't get to see Tyson Lewis for because of that. Because of that. Kovalev and uh, Stevenson. Stevenson, we did not see that fight. So this is this is the this is kind of what the 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 ruins of what's happened. Yeah. So when people go, oh, you know, boxing hasn't been the same since the 80s, don't blame the boxers. Not their fault. Not their fault. When you have the zone offering you $100 million to come here, mm-hmm. fighters are going to go over there. And when there's no restrictions of who you can fight, wait, so I got this amount of money and I can get, yeah, fuck it. Oh, cool, I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight a, a Rocky Fielding, mm-hmm. I'm going to fight a Callum Smith, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. When you have uh, other networks saying, hey, we want to exclusively have you on here. Oh, cool. I'm going to fight a Derek Tresor. I'm going to fight a Dylan White. You know, you have all this, you know, you have all these networks bidding to be in the boxing business and muddies the waters and makes it, it makes battlefields. It makes borders where you don't get these type of fights. Mm-hmm. When there's so much money on the table and no, and no one knows and everyone's greedy, you're not going to get these fights. Yeah. You know? 80s was different. Like I said, you only had two major networks, but ABC was the major one. I think also too, if they if you really wanted to make those big bucks, you had to fight. You know that was another yeah. That's the thing, right? You had to fight that top guy. You had to. Like Leonard was making his good money fighting. Right, right. This like, that big. Yeah, exactly. His biggest paydays were against like Duran and and Hagler and Hearn. And Hearn exactly those those were the big money now exactly. it's like a, a, it's a random so... guy can make yeah. a, a two million three million dollar payday yeah there we go Crawford's fighting David Evanesian for almost 20 million look at that see so in some ways you don't have to fight the big the big guys you're right to make that big money and when you do obviously it's dub it's double for sure but like you're right they can really live off of you fighting like you said the Rocky Fieldings right and that's what happened in boxing. That's what happened in boxing. And that's a conversation I did have with somebody, you know, a long time ago with a coworker, because he kept telling me it's not how it used to be. And I told him, like, kind of like what we, we just talking about right now. I was like, well, because of that, because of networks. Back then it was different. You had to fight those top guys and get the big money. Nowadays, you 
kind of get some pretty good money you, fighting anybody. Yeah, you can get like a good couple of million fighting a decent fighter. Decent now. fighter now, exactly. But if you want to make big, huge fucking money, then yeah, fight the top guy. But if you want to live really comfortably, yeah, you can fight almost anybody. And whoever can suck you can really, who and whoever's going to give you this amount of fucking money. And you're right, there's a lot of fucking network, and there'll be that one fucking dumbass that will. Like, be okay. And that's what's fucking up. Like, if there was no exactly. BLK, Crawford would have no other option. No to other fucking fight. option, exactly. But when you have a guy going, hey, I'll give you money. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what's, what's the catch? No, 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 we just want you here. But you know why their BK, BLK is doing this, right? Well, well because... Uh, well, they want to be in... They want... They think, if we could take Crawford here, Spence and him will be like, oh, we have no choice. We're going to have to take this to yeah, BLK no, Prime. No. no. I do believe when Crawford, when Crawford said that Al Heyman told him, I don't want nobody to touch this. I believe that. Part. What I mean, I don't want to touch it because he probably has, because <laughs> he probably has Showtime and and Fox bidding for the fight. Bidding like, for the yeah, exactly. Like, oh, who's gonna give me more money? Be okay, Prime. What the fuck you? You're a streaming service. <laughs> who's gonna put? Who's gonna be on pay per view? You've yeah. never been on pay per view. Never. Why are we gonna go with a, a non entity? I know people go, well, it's going to be 40 bucks. You really think that, that if BLK Prime is going to buy Crawford Spence, is it going to be 40 bucks? Fuck no, it's going to be 80s. It's going to be the same amount of money you're paying, exactly. whether it's on Showtime, whether it's on Fox, whether it's on The Zone, whether it's on ESPN, you're still going to pay top dollar for this fight. Yep. But again, this is what happens when everybody wants to be in the boxing business or everyone thinks they can re- they can, they can can uh, change boxing. Mm-hmm. You can't. Boxing can't be changed. It won't be changed. Nope. Been a hundred plus years. We're still doing the same business model. It just people work around it and know how to and know how to work it to their benefit. Mm-hmm. Al Heyman has done it for the last ten plus years. Has worked it for the benefit of his fighters who are reaping the benefits. Yeah, exactly. Simple as that. Belay Gemini, That's all that's I gotta say about that. Me too. Yeah, that's it, man. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Oh, this weekend I got Bivol winning by decision. Yeah, me too. I got the decision. I think Ramirez is good. I think it'll be a rough and tough fight. I got a split decision for mm-hmm. uh, Dimitri Bivol. I think he retains the was it WBO belt. WBO belt. I, I think believe, he retains yeah. the WBO belt. I did saw a bit of an interview with Roy Jones did with Polly. I, I that was interesting when he said that. Remember, he's like, remember, Canelo said he's not fighting no Mexican. What if, what if Ramirez wins? He goes, what if he wins? That make make Canelo go like shit. I gotta fight this guy because he he's he beat the guy that beat me. Ramirez would be an easier fight for Canelo at heavyweight, right? Than Bivol, exactly. And Bro Jones said it like, "Hey, man, so but that also, might think twice about that." But that also required Canelo working with De La Hoya again. Very true. Very true. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We'll see there. what happens. Yep. But I got Bivol winning by split decision. I think. Yep. I think Ramirez takes maybe a couple of the early rounds as Bivol uh, calculates, mm-hmm. makes the proper adjustments, and I think after that he starts. Yeah. Starts taking rounds. I agree. Ramirez will probably have a couple couple moments of explosions, but. Mm-hmm. I think I think Bivol will be able to neutralize Ramirez for twelve rounds. Yeah, so split decision. Totally agree. I think so. and, he'll, and he'll play it safe. I think even if he can get the knockout, Bivol's gonna play it safe so he can guarantee that undisputed fight. Undisputed against, fight, yeah, because he wants that. He said because Arthur Bedoviev has a title defense against Anthony Yard, which he's gonna get past that fucking. Defense. Oh, for for sure, for sure. So I think he'd rather secure that fight mm-hmm. and just play it, not play it safe, but. If he has the opportunity to take it the full twelve rounds, he'll take it the full yeah, twelve. Yeah, I agree. He's not yep. gonna search for the knockout. Mm-hmm. I rather I rather look like shit today to look better the next time. Exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sending on. Thank you for downloading. Don't forget to hit the like button on on uh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to give us a five star rating on the iTunes. Helps with the visibility of tonight's episode. Keeps the lights on, and that's the way you guys can help us. Leave us a review. Uh, tell us what you guys think about tonight's episode or past episodes or what you guys wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, we'll probably lay out the calendar 
for Whittier Fight Club. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing the the, the Jamal Charlo Tim Zoo fight. Oh yes. That's not a bad fight. We might like do that. that. But I gotta talk to the boys, see how their schedule yeah. is. But as soon as we do, we'll lay it out and again I keep saying it before the end of the year, the new logo will be out. Yeah, definitely. We're still working on it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it'll be out. But it, for right now, keep buying the merch we have. Yeah. Because it'll be nice collectibles. Exactly. Like right now. Um, enter promo code Ramble Gang get five dollars off the mm-hmm. Whittier Fight Club hoodie that's yep. available right now on the link on our uh, Teespring account. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Thank you, folks. All right, drink responsibly. I won't. Don't forget to tune into episode uh, one twenty eight of Ramble Alcoholics. This time to make up for the last fuck up, I'm gonna give you guys three hours. All tune right. in Monday morning. New episode of Ships episode twelve, and a new episode of Geek In Geek Out next Friday. Yep. We're out. out. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.